T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, and the results are not good. Once again, it is a Brewers 5-4 loss in Game 3 of this four-game set in Philadelphia. Welcome, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, right here on 1250 AM, the fan and Odyssey station. The Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski, is over there. My name is Tim Allen. And uh, the Brewers, yeah, so the offense comes back a little short again, and that seems to be the theme. But, again, we're going to have to just wait this thing out. With the offense now, the good there, there is a there is a piece of good news here, and and that would be a three run inning for this baseball team. A very rare crooked number inning, and once you know it, uh, does it is it just me, or does it seem like this that throughout a, a good chunk of this season thus far, with a seventeen and fourteen mark after the loss that. The Brewers consistently, game by game almost, getting a couple of runners aboard, nobody out. And they end up scraping across a run. They get runners at second, third with one out. Oh, they they can't get a run in at all. They get the bases loaded with one out, just looking for that big hit. And uh, they, they get a run, but the Brewers get a run. And after four and a half, the Brewers trail five to two on the Brewers radio network. I mean, doesn't it seem doesn't it seem like that to you? That they get the table set, and yeah, they might scratch a run across. Okay, that being said, just saying, not that Craig Council has to reinvent himself here because I think he's a good manager, going to be a great manager. But once in a while, wouldn't you love to see him play for a run? Wouldn't you love to see Craig Council play? for a run when you're down one late in a ball game, knowing full well that your offense is struggling. Those are the facts. Craig Council needs to understand those are the facts that your offense is scuffling here. There's pressure on them. Now, it's it's compounded. Don't get me wrong, and I understand it. It's compounded by the fact that as of late, you're trailing in, in each ball game. 
You know, you're down two, three, four runs in a game. That does uh, allow a pitcher to pitch a little bit loose. It does uh, put a, uh, some additional pressure on your offense. You might find some guys pressing a little bit. But I'm pretty convinced that once in a while, if he just chooses not not to reinvent his old blueprint offensively, but just once in a while to play for a run. And we'll get to that situation here um, in just a little bit during our game recap because I thought the table was set to go ahead and play for a run with that leadoff double late. You're down one. You've only got a few outs to deal with here. You're still searching for the big hit. You're still searching to get, as he said in the postgame last night, uh, to, to, to get basically paid off by these comebacks. Well, they're not paying you off at all because they're coming up short. And so just maybe play for a run. Have a runner standing right there at third base with one out, down one, and just see what happens. Let's, let's just see if you can get it back even. Then go back to what, you, what you're looking for. You're looking for the gapper. You're looking for the two-run shot. Uh, you know, you're looking for the solo shot to give you the lead. All of those things go back into motion. But once in a while, would you like Craig Council to play for a run once in a while? Play a little ABC baseball. Play a little small ball. I know it's against the grain in, in all of baseball in the last, what, five, six years or so. It, it definitely is against the grain. And, and I get that. And there's reasons for that. But they, they fall again today, 5-4. That's a four-game losing streak as they, uh, they're on the verge of getting swept in Philadelphia. Luckily, Woody on the mound tomorrow. Zach Wheeler going to take to the hill for the Philadelphia Phillies. But here, here's why I would play for a run if you get the shot at it. Once in a while, and and certainly in this case tonight, uh, I would do that. You want to react to this game, uh, 414-799-1250. Here's your batting averages coming into this game, and I hate to pick on batting averages, but, you know, uh, the sabermetric world of baseball almost got me. It almost got me. I was starting to lean hard and almost all in, almost pushing all chips in to the OBP, to the on-base percentage. I'm not there yet. In fact, it's declining a little bit. I want some batting averages. I don't care what the name is on your jersey. I don't care what your track record is. I don't care what the back of your baseball card says. I want a batting average that's at least acceptable. Here's the batting average coming into this offensive lineup tonight. 306 at the top there. That's cool. 306, 161, 197. 229, 229, 188, 214, and 200. Those were, those were the starting lineup batting averages. Case in point, I would play for a run once in a while these days until you get your offense back on track. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying just the, he turns into a 1978 Sparky Anderson. I'm, I'm saying... For now, while your offense is struggling, play for a run once in a while when you get the crack at it. And and certainly I'm not saying in the second inning. But if the given situation comes up, I'm all for it. Again, here's your starting lineup. 306, 161, 197, 229, 229, 188, 214, and 200. 
In fact, late in the game here, how confident did you feel when you had Billy McKinney, Luke Maley, and Pablo Reyes with a bat in their hands? Another reason to play for a run once in a while. My goodness. Uh, this It still is baseball. It still is, you know, 60 feet, 6 inches, 90-foot base pass. Would you like to see that? 799-1250 as uh, we'll get into our game recap here. First inning, Brewers get a base runner. It was a uh, two-out uh, walk by uh, Daniel Vogelback. Shaw popped it up to end the frame. 20 pitches, however, for Chase Anderson. We get into the bottom of the first. Here's where Freddie just comes off the rails here. All sorts of trouble in that bottom of the first inning. 0-2 double to Andrew McCutcheon. Four-pitch walk, then an RBI base hit, one zip, then a four-pitch walk to load the bases, and then a grand slam. It was five to nothing without the first out recorded in this baseball game for Freddie Peralta. However, now at that point, you know, you're early, you're down five zip, and in this offense, that's an uphill climb. And I, th- I think I've used the term the death sentence uh, for, for this offense. You get down four or five runs. But you do have eight innings of attack to go by. And, and I'm thinking if Freddie can get you through four right there, that, that's what I was setting my sights on. And after the five runs score, um, with no, no outs recorded, he does strike out three consecutive after that. Big time damage was already done. Three hits. Two walks, five runs later, you guys are looking for something on Netflix, I'm thinking at that point, <laughs> with this offense, right? Uh, 33 pitches in that first inning for Freddie Peralta. Brewers, a leadoff base hit by Avi Garcia. He will go on to have a big night tonight. Stay tuned for that. Absolutely nothing after that. Freddie settling in, bottom of the second, strikes out the side. Six consecutive men struck out in a row by Freddie Peralta. Staring at a five-zip deficit, two-out activity for the Brewers in the third. Lorenzo Kane, an infield single. Vogelback walks. Shaw walks to load the bases with two outs. And it, uh, I told you about Avi Garcia. He had a big night, and it started right here. 1-1 one, one pitch. In the shallow center, and that's going to drop in front of Herrera. Base hit. Kane is in. Here comes big man Vogel back, and he's in. And feeling it at the plate. Yeah, right. Yeah, he did end up getting hurt there. Stayed in the game, but that play right there was challenged, and it was overturned, and only one run scored uh, for the Brewers in that third inning. Um. I, I I guess what's right is right, but again, it, it it always seems this year when it rains, it pours. With with instant replay, any close call, it's just seemingly going against the Brewers this year. Ouch! But they get on the board. It's five to one. Comeback started. Um, a lot of traffic for the Brewers. No big major hits. Uh, again, you had the base hit there and just scored the one run. Uh, Freddie settling in. Bottom of the third inning. Pop up. Then a walk, then a double play gets him out of that. 54 pitches after three innings of work, including that 33-pitch first inning, 5-1 to one into the fourth inning. 
Brewers 1-2-3 in the fourth, and uh, both Bradley and Reyes up 3-1 in the count. We're just swinging at balls out of the zone. Hmm. 3-1, yeah, you're looking to hit the ball, I guess. Uh, a two-out base hit in the bottom of the fourth by Freddie, uh, given up by Freddie Peralta. No problems into the fifth inning, 5-1. to one. Freddie did a nice job, really uh, coming back and settling in. Brewers battling back in the fifth inning. Pinch hitting for Freddie Peralta was Tyrone Taylor. That grand slam to D.D. Gregorius. That was the big blow. Here's Taylor trying to get a big blow deep into left field, and that's out of here. Tyrone Taylor off the bench with a bomb. Oh, this guy, he can make some contact. Right good, his fastball up. Waiting for it, a line drive. That didn't take long to get out of the ballpark. That makes it 5-2 to two right there. And one out later, Lorenzo Cain draws a walk. Uh, that was it for Chase Anderson at that point. Lefty coming in to face Vogelback. And uh, Vogelback with a base hit. One in, one out, two on for Travis Shaw against the lefty. Shaw hits one off the pitcher. He knocks it down. Pretty important there because uh, had it gotten by the pitcher, I think it may have been a double play. The, the other thing, it did move the runners over as they uh, recorded the out at first base. Second and third, one in, two on, two out for Avi Garcia. A one-two. We're back up the middle and through a base hit. Kane is in. Vogelback's coming home. And a two-run single for Avi Garcia. And it's a one-run game. Boy, how about the two-strike hitting by the Brewers tonight? What a beautiful piece of hitting by Garcia, his second and third RBIs of the night. And this time, Vogelback able to score easily. That was huge right there. A big two-out, two-strike, two-run base hit by Avi Garcia. And it's suddenly 5-4. How about it? Now, you've got some game to play here. You need to hand this thing over to the bullpen and uh, and then see if you can scrape across another run to at least get it uh, get it get it even here. Three hits and a walk in that inning, and they put up a three spot in the fifth inning. Make it two walks in the inning because JBJ then worked a walk. Phillies uh, had to go back to their pen. They will bring. Uh, they brought in Brandon Kinsler to face uh, Pablo Reyes. And Reyes strikes out. So the rally is uh, done right there. <laughs> like I said, two walks, three hits, three runs, 5-4 into the bottom of the fifth inning. Drew Rasmussen summoned from the bullpen, 1-2-3, shutdown inning into the sixth inning, one-run game, 5-4. By this point, you're thinking the Brewers are going to win it because I was thinking the same thing. You're coming all the way back from 5-zip, and it looks like this was going to be a runaway. You're 5-4 in the sixth inning. I really believe they were going to win this game. And the Phillies' bullpen was was worn out, man. Oh, yeah, and and you, you think they're, they're going to tap more into that Phillies' bullpen. I, I agree with you, Jeff, right there. And, you you know, you get a leadoff infield single to get things going. Luke Maley, and that's sixth. Tyrone Taylor, <clears throat> double play, Colton Wong, ground out, stays 5-4, Drew Rasmussen, three up, three down, six up, six down in his two innings uh, tonight, one run game into the seventh. Let's see. All right, get that leadoff man on. They did it again in the seventh inning. 
It was Lorenzo Cain, a leadoff walk. But Vogelback hits into a double play. Shaw strikes out. 5-4, one-run deficit, bottom seven. Brent Suter, keep it right there. Offense can come back. He did just that. One, two, three, getting late into that eighth inning. Let's get that leadoff man on again. We'll, we'll push that thing across. And they did that. This time, a double by Avi Garcia. Four for four in this baseball game. Three knocked in. Now, here's where I play for a run. A leadoff double. Your offense has been struggling here. And again, let me repeat myself. I'm not saying you reinvent your offensive philosophy here, Craig Council. Just once in a while, if you feel your offense is just coming up short, which he's admitted, then play for the run and see if you can get it done that way. Just to kind of breathe a little bit. Come on. Billy McKinney. His 229 batting average and really continues to get worse as the season goes on. Yeah, he was stepping up early. I, I get that, both with the bat and, and the glove. But lately, there's been not much out of Billy McKinney here. So give him something. Give him something to do that's productive. See if he can get that bunt down, get Avi over to third, and then take it from there. Um, no, he struck out. Then Pablo Reyes. Okay, well, had you bunted and got him over to third, then you would have went with a pinch hitter of Luis Urias right there. A little bit better hitter, I think people would say, than, than Pablo Reyes. And Reyes fouls out for the second out. Then you're going to rely on Luke Maley now with Avi at third base. He moved over on a wild pitch. He's hit by the pitch, so he moves the line, brings up Tyrone Taylor. Hmm. Bounces out to end the inning, 5-4 into the bottom of the eighth inning. Boxberger, 1-2-3, bullpen, scorching hot right now. Uh, Drew Rasmussen for two innings, Suter for one, Boxberger one into the ninth inning, and they do get a base runner. Leadoff man on again. Locane with a walk. Nothing after that. He moves the second on a wild pitch, or a stolen base as it were. But nothing after that, and the Brewers' 5-4 loss. Again, offense coming up a little short. So when I say offense, and when you say, and when you observe, offense coming up a little short, doesn't that say that maybe just once in a while you'd want to see a little small ball action playing for a run, just given a certain situation? Not all the situations, not in the fifth inning, not in the second inning, maybe in the seventh, possibly in the sixth, for sure in the eighth. When you get a leadoff double, you're on the road. You've got stellar performers in the back end of that bullpen, fresh and ready to go. If you can just get it back to even, you feel good that Devin Williams and Josh Hader probably could fill three innings of work if you needed to go to extras. But it would have been eighth inning, ninth inning, and then see what happens there. See if your offense then can come up with the big slap. But, I mean, to, to sit around and wait for these guys at this moment to come up with these huge three-run doubles, three-run homers, and God forbid a grand slam for this baseball team. I see them all over the league, except here. Let's play for a run once in a while. 799-1250. Let me get in Drew here before we get to a break. Drew, you're on the Pella Windows and Doors post-game show. Another one-run loss. <laughs> 
Timmy, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to say I'm doing great. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, what'd your son say last night? Uh, timing. That that's what that's what I'm at. Timing. It's timing. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> at this point, there's no time. So Freddie, you know, O two home run, O two grand slam, eight uh, Ks, um, an eleven two five ERA. If I'm reading that correctly, uh, play for a run. I I couldn't agree more. Um, if anything, I have more respect for Craig Council because I don't know how the hell he's not uh, pulling his hair out of his head like I am. So tonight we're two for eight with runners in scoring position. Um, Shaw just starts swinging for the fences. I don't know how many games they're going to lose like this. If we could have back that Vogelback replay uh, yep. that was called back, yeah, that would uh, that would be great. And then I got a question for you. So those, uh, what, tonight Kane had three walks? Yes. Um, now I don't know if I'm just losing my mind, uh, but I don't, I don't miss, I don't know. Is that in, intentional? I mean, you had Urias on the coming up off the, um, coming up after him and you know, he's been one of our hottest hitters. So I guess I just kind of want to see what your thoughts on that, but I got to go to bed, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing. I'm at this point, I'm losing, I'm losing my mind. All right. Well, hang in there. It's yeah. It's a four game losing streak. It's, Those are never well, easy. Yeah, Thanks, four, it, the problem is too, Timmy. Yep. Is these are exciting yep. games, you know. And I'm like, the last two nights, I wanted to call in. I wanted to call in because I mean, you know, I wanted to, you know, I want to chat with the franchise. You know, I want to chat with the rock star, the Polish pipe bomb. But I was like, oh, it's all right. In the next game, you know, next game. But tonight, I'm just. The problem is, it's. I mean, they're not boring games. They're exciting games. But. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm impressed that we've won this many games and I still think it's the championship season and but this I mean this offense is what last night after last night's game we were bat, our batting average is 217 and like you said how was that possible for a major league baseball team <laughs> also over 500 major league bas- baseball game uh, that's team. crazy Sorry, but- and that's the good part yeah you're right Drew that is the good part all right thanks for the call get some sleep uh, that is the the good news is that they're they're still seventeen and fourteen. They're still you know treading water, and maybe that's you know not the right term until they get healthy. Which incidentally, Christian Yelich is still in Philadelphia. We'll get to that a little bit later <laughs> on. Um, unless there's a specialist in Philly, which is quite possible. Yeah, maybe I mean, it is quite possible. He stays right there, or he zipped up to uh, what is it from uh, Philly to New York? Maybe a three hour drive. Three or four hours, maybe, maybe not even. I not somehow sure. I don't think Christian Yelich got put on the waiting list uh, to be able to see a doctor. <laughs> I think it would be pretty immediate. Somebody's just got to get off their their tail and uh, and call the right guy. The other thing uh, to think about during the break here: uh, what would your, given the current situation with the Brewers outfielders, what would be the everyday outfield for you guys? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Now keep in mind you've got Lorenzo Cain, Avi Garcia, Jackie Bradley Jr., Billy McKinney, and Tyrone Taylor. There's your five outfielders on a semi-regular basis. None of this matchup nonsense. Just who are the starting three outfielders? I think it's fairly simple, but not according to Craig Council. So we'll we'll talk about that after the break as well. Brewers fall 5-4, the final. They're down 5-zip after one inning of play tonight. They were down 5-zip after Freddie Peralta took to the hill and didn't record his first out. It was 5-0. Drew brings up a good point, too. An 0-2 double and an 0-2 grand slam. 
Hmm. Boy, those will get you. Those will, those will get because you're thinking you're going to get the strikeout. 799-1250. And, and uh, the bigger discussion, should counts play for a run once in a while? You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, 5-4 the final. We'll be right back, 1250 AM, The Fan, an Odyssey station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Seems like it's a reoccurring theme here. A one-run loss again in Philadelphia. The final 5-4 tonight. Welcome back. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. I will say this, that um, I'm I'm very impressed. So I'll start with the positive. Very impressed with the way the bullpen has taken shape. But if you can't get to them with leads, what can you do with them? They're not an asset then. I mean, you would assume at some point that it's going to pay off, and certain games it will. Even bad teams get to a, uh, a decent couple of arms in their bullpen. And, and get wins because of it. I'm just saying on a regular basis, you have an opportunity right now with what, and, and again, this is, this is contingent upon my opinion of, of Drew Rasmussen. And I think he's good. He is probably five to seven um, more appearances away from being a really good arm in that bullpen. Right now, he's getting back on track. But okay, so if he's first to call, you could be in a worse situation. Brent Suter, Boxberger, Fireisen, Williams, and Hayter. There are five arms right there I just listed off that you would trust in any situation from the, from the fifth inning on. Any of those guys. In fact, a couple could go multiple innings, but you've got to get to them. That being said, how do you help your, your struggling offense? How do you do that? Now, we're, we're, what, five weeks into the season. And I understand that uh, from, from the uh, geography on the calendar, it says that you look up and you say, well, it's only five weeks. It's six months of a baseball season. Okay, understood. I completely understand that. But just for now, when you know they're struggling now, to sit back and wait, fair enough, then tell me when you would change. When would you change slightly a differing philosophy offensively? Or is just this what it is now? You just sit back and you will never have a given situation with a sacrifice bunt playing for a run. Is that where we're at? Is that where we're going to be at? I hope not. Because we're five weeks in here, and it's a struggling offense. <clears throat> what happens if we're 15 weeks in? 
and we're still waiting back and you know the offense is scuffling and maybe a couple guys get hot and but it's still ranking 25th 26th in baseball and this uh it's uh, 11th in the national league in this category it's 12th here it's 14th here it's dead last here but then do you still wait back and play for that three run double and look for that two run and three run home run i won't even go grand slam because they just they, they just don't happen <laughs> In Milwaukee, there's some sort of ban on on grand slams around here. Um, I thought tonight was a perfect opportunity to just test out a theory, Craig, in a struggling offense. Just bun Avi over to third and see if it works. No one's going to blame you. Hardly anyone is going to blame you if it doesn't work out. Try something new. Billy McKinney should have bunted Avi over. I'm, you know, I say should. This is just what I would have done. McKinney would have bunted. And again, I don't know what kind of bunter Billy McKinney is. Where's the metric on how good a bunter someone is? Have we discovered that yet? That's more of a internal coaching scouting thing. But I would have bunted Billy McKinney. Avi moves over to third, and I would have pinch hit for Reyes. It would have been Luis Urias right there. A guy that, hey, he's got a little clutch in him, can handle the bat pretty decent, draws his walks if he has to, has to goes deep into counts. Uh, but, he t- again, if that's not the situation and now's not the time. So two things. If that's not the situation and today is not the time, well, then tell me, number one, what would the situation be? And number two, when would the time be on the calendar? That you would do this. You know, Craig again says we got to get paid off on some of these comebacks. You got to get paid off. Well, you got to kind of help too, Craig. Hey, boss, you got to kind of help us out here. Give us a little resource. I know it's probably not going to make McKinney happy that he's got a bunt. He wants to be a hero. Who doesn't? He wanted to hit a two run home run right there, give the Brewers a one run lead. How about that, Tim? How about that, Tim Allen? You can take your bunt and playing for one run. And shove it because Billy McKinney just hit a two-run home run to give you a one-run lead. You know how rare that's going to be, right? Yeah, you got a lot of faith in that when he's batting two and a quarter. <laughs> oh, you that's know, what I'm saying <laughs> you got to do something new. I would have started it a week ago at least. You know, uh, like like you said yesterday, and and Drew mentioned on uh, his fantastic call. They came into the game batting 217. 217. You and look that at will the improve. And you look at of course it's going to improve, but you look at the names in the lineup, you don't see Trout, you don't see Tatis, you don't see Bryant or Rizzo. You know, it's McKinney and JBJ and good old Pablo Reyes. Luke Maley and Pablo Reyes do something different. Um, so play, I'm, I'm just saying, I thought that it was a golden opportunity to do that. And we, we'd all went, Whoa, Craig, what are you doing here, dude? You're bun the guy over. There he is. He's on, get him over and get him in. Have we heard of this or is that extinct? And I hate to bring up that uh, a lot of folks are, are starting to believe in this new form of baseball here. And to a degree, um, you got to take what's given to you. And to a degree, I understand what a player goes through also. You think a player uh, is going to want to bunt and hit behind base runners? Of course not. 
No, because it's money. Now, of course, they all want to win. I think money and contracts and statistics, I really believe this. I think they go out the window in a pennant race. I, I don't think players think that way in August and September in a pennant race. They, they don't. But, you know, these days a young player gets an opportunity to give me one more year, give me a two-year deal somewhere. He ain't going to want to bunt. I don't blame him in, in that regard. But this would have been the time for two reasons. The situation called for it, and your struggling offense is screaming for it. It is. And I, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. I'm going to show some patience here. And this offense will get better. I mean, look at Avi's batting average now. I mean, a four for four kind of turned the tide there a little bit. You feel a little bit better about Avi, and that's why we we can't freak out too, too much on the offense quite yet. But it is five weeks of baseball, guys. I mean, I can't argue with that. It is a chunk. I mean, it's a chunk of uh, games here. Here's your starting lineup today for tonight's ball game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Deck Show. Uh, let's see. Um, Colton Wong will lead off and play second base, hitting 306 on the season, having a nice season for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Lorenzo Kane just back off the IL, uh, comes in at a 161 clip. Daniel Vogelback comes in under the Mendoza line at 197. Travis Shaw, 229, robust. However, I give Shaw a pass. The power numbers are nice, they really are. So he's knocking in runs. He's coming up with some uh, clutch-type hits. He's drawing his walks. I'm, I'm okay with that at 229. Avi, Garza, uh, Avi Garcia comes in at 229. Jackie Bradley Jr. steps into the box in his first plate appearance of the night, hitting 188. Uh, Pablo Reyes gets the spot start, hitting a nice 214 on the season. And Luke Maley hitting 200. Again, I'll go over just the numbers without the names. Formidable. Well, this is, an, again, I'm not saying every night that you turn into this little, uh, you know, little league team that's going to bunt their way on every time. That's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that th- this is another resource to use when wondering, yeah, should I play for a run here in the eighth? I'm down one. My offense is scuffling. My bullpen's fresh. My studs are in the back end waiting to lock this thing down until my offense puts up a run. If I can get this one run, I score one more run in the next two innings I win this baseball game. That, that's all I'm saying is because of this. 306, 161, 197, 229, 229, 188. 214 and 200. There were your eight hitters in the starting lineup tonight. Just just saying, that's another resource for me to play for a run late in a game when you could really snap a three-game losing streak. They, and there's no guarantees that the bunt gets down. Let me just finish this up. There's no guarantees the bunt gets down. There's no guarantees the next guy gets the ball in play to the – uh, on a slow roller on the infield. We don't know where that that defense is going to play. I'm sure they're going to play up at that point. We don't know if the batter is going to get a fly ball. We don't know if, it, if the fly ball is even going to be deep enough to score the run. We don't know if he's going to be thrown out at the plate on a sack fly attempt. All of those, those things come into play. I've 
recycled all of those. I stirred them into this Tim Allen offensive play for one run scenario quite a bit tonight. And I think I've got all the bases covered, pardon the pun. This was the situation. This was the time, not only on the calendar, but in the series to play for a run. He just, I don't know what it's going to take for him to do that. Uh, let's see here. 799-1250. Let's get Chuck in here. Chuck, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hi, guys. Uh, those those batting averages are atrocious. I'd like to know what's the batting coach. Uh, what, what What is his responsibility with this team? Is he doing his job? It's too uh, early to fire anybody. Well, no, the Mets did. Yeah, well, come on. Do you want to run your franchise like the New York Mets have been run for the last <laughs> no, two decades? Definitely not. Good point. But I'm just saying, uh, hitting coaches and pitching coaches have been fired uh, in the month of May. You know, they say good teams know how to win one-run games. Now, we've lost three in a row. Uh, and another comment I'd like to make, I think Christian Yelich is going to be another Ryan Braun, injury-prone. I think he's going to be like that, just like Braun, inj- out all the time. Okay, very. Yeah. would you have played for a run tonight in that eighth inning? Yes, I would have. The council don't have any brains in his head. <laughs> yes, I would have. You have it right. You nailed it on the head. All right, thank, thank you, Chuck. Thanks for chiming yeah. in. I, I really, I don't know why I do this, but I actually thought he was going to bunt. I thought he was going to call the bunt for McKinney. Call it wishful thinking. Call it being too super positive. Call it, I don't know, what whatever you want to call it. Uh, maybe some would say um, flawed. <laughs> some would say my scenario is a little bit flawed there because you're dealing with Craig Council. Maybe the better question is, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he play for a run once in a while? Is it respect for the players? Is it respect for the game? Is it respect for the new form of baseball? Is it this this um, insatiable addiction to two and three run home runs, which he doesn't get? I'm not sure, Timmy. You know, because Council played in, you know, the era of hit and runs, stolen bases, bunting, sack flies, all that kind of stuff. To completely abandon it and go with this newfangled home run or strikeout uh, version of baseball is is mine. I, I just shake my head. And, and especially when um you have a bullpen that can hold its own and wait for you a little bit now, i'm not saying playing for a run when you're three down make no mistake about that make sure you're we're, we're all clear on this this is a one-run game on the road struggling offense stud bullpen arms fresh and ready to go to hold and the phillies bullpen gassed like crazy correct and bottom of your own order, which has a 214, a 200, and a 229. All got ABs in the, that one run game with a man in scoring position. Your runners in scoring position at numbers don't look good. You were what, two for nine, two for eight in tonight's game with runners in scoring position? 
I mean, all of those things equal, to me at least, and maybe I'm viewing this wrong. Maybe I just, and us, and, and a lot of us, maybe we look at the game of baseball here in 2021 a little bit different than we should, than a lot of other people. I don't see any, I, I don't see, unless Billy McKinney is just incapable of bunning. And in that case, wouldn't you then grab a pitcher? It's been known to happen before, folks. Especially with, with, with the way these extras, uh, extra frames go and you're out of position players and things like that. To It, it wouldn't be out of, out of the question to pull in a pitcher to bunt, to lay a bunt down. Do we designate in today's baseball? Do we ever designate a bunner that's that's um, a starting pitcher? Hey, got hey guys, if I need a guy to lay one down, point at the one guy that isn't going to pitch for two or three days. You're the guy. I may use you to lay one down. You're our best bunner here. Does that even happen? Does that? I don't know. That's probably a good question for one of the coaching uh, staff members. Let's squeeze one in before we get to, uh, on the other side of the break, Craig Council. I, I don't know if anyone will ask him about that, but uh, maybe maybe he'll talk about that. Uh, Chad, you're on the fan. What's going on, Chad? Hey, love this show through good and bad times. I listen all the time. Hey, uh, I was wondering if you guys are fans of the movie Animal House. Of course. Yeah. You know, I think it'd be cool, Skid, if you, if, I don't know if you can impersonate or if you could get like a Dean Werner uh, impersonation just running down the batting averages, like when you did the uh, report card grades or the great averages, I think that'd be highly entertaining. Yeah. Yes, it would. What, what, what was some of the lines in that? What didn't one say? So like Mr. Blutowski, 0. 0.0. 0. You know, and then when you have like, uh, who it says, no, I can't think of the president, but he's like, oh, you have congr- like 1.8. Congratulations, you had the highest grade point average. Um, <laughs> yes, that's right. If you could pull that off. We'll look into it. That's that's a great Thank idea. You. All right. Uh, would you have bunted? Oh, any time. I mean, I'm with you, Tim. I've been, you know, I'm mid-40s. But if you have a below-average baseball player, you have to bunt. And I think that would make him more valuable to the team if you can bunt. I, I, I mean, it's not like you have even an average baseball player – I mean, I wouldn't do it with you know. I Very do good. Travis Shaw, even, but if you have like even, I, I just I think you have to bunt there. I mean, you, you have a below average baseball players. You got to do something. Yep. All right. Thank. Thanks for the call, Chad. And we'll, right, we'll look guys, into that care. idea. That's that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, again, we're, we're just talking about once in a while. I'm not make sure that we're clear on this because T- Tim Allen believes in small ball across the board. I don't. I certainly don't. You got to let these guys free wheel once in a while. That they're that's that's the way they're wired a little bit, but we're also wired to make intelligent choices. And I, I'm not necessarily saying that Craig Council isn't intelligent. It's, it's obvious he is. Sometimes you get blinded by this stuff, and you just believe that that's the way it should be these days. It doesn't have to be like that. You can beat to your own drum here. Just the one situation. I mean, talk to me tomorrow, and maybe a given situation will come up in the seventh, and I'll say, no way, you play this thing out. Play for the bigger inning right there. You've got some uh, decent numbers coming up. The matchups looks good. Uh, looks uh, looks uh, um, like you know a lefty is facing a righty. They're bullpen arm. They're out of lefties, et cetera. All different factors here. But tonight would have been the night. Eighth inning, one-run game. Your offense is struggling. 
You're in the lower part of your order. You can't get a ball in play anyway for a hit. You've been looking for big hits, and you admitted that last night. You're just not coming up with the bigger hits here. A leadoff double. You have your guys fresh in the bullpen. Williams and Hayter can fill nine outs if you needed to. If you needed to buy three additional innings to get one run, I think you'd have gotten a run in three innings without a bunt, without playing for one run. You just play it out at that point. I'm just, I don't know, just saying. Mike, um, I'll squeeze you in before the break. I don't want to have you sit the, the whole break through. What's on your mind, Mike? You're on the fan. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, wasn't Arcee a pretty good bunter, eh? Uh, he went on the plate, too, <laughs> with the bat. And maybe move guys around, sacrifice right there. So, so yeah, some are saying um, yeah. Orlando Arcia would fit well these days back with the crew. Uh, just my opinion. <laughs> so would you have bunted in that eighth inning? If I had Arcia on the bench, I'd go, you know what to do. Move <laughs> okay. the runner. All right. It's one, one thing he could do really good when pressure was on is deliver. You got to admit that. For sure. When they were in the playoffs, he was probably the only one that delivered when the pressure was on. And in and these uh, these few pennant races, he got hot for a clip there. That's that's for sure, Mike. Yep. You know, I hate to be the one with the bad news, but with these injuries, things are going to get a lot worse. Before okay, okay, you're not alone in that. You're not alone yeah. in that, Mike. Thanks for the call. That's yeah, a thanks, it's Jim. it's a fair. It's a. I think that opinion is fair. Because here's the deal, the timing of this. Did you think the pitching wasn't going to let up all season? They were going to let up to some degree. I'm not saying they were going to suck, but they were going to let up a little bit. And the pleasure, pleasurable thing about that was you we would have assumed at about that point the offense was going to pick it up. And you would continue to win at a great clip. We're at a little bit of a tipping point right now. They're not getting as good a pitching, and their offense hasn't pitched in. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 5-4, another one-run loss. Comeback comes up short again. Craig Council, he talks about it next. 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey Station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Yeah, another one-run loss tonight in Philadelphia. A four-game losing streak. The final 5-4. They got to turn things around and get one. You know, it, uh, what a difference a day makes. You've heard that old adage, and, and they need to bounce back and cut this thing off before this thing spins into another, you know, maybe uh, a blow-up from one of the starters here again. And, and that timing would be bad. But there's a couple of good things uh, that are going on. Number one would be that bullpen. They are really taking shape, guys. They are. And I think it's flying under the radar with, with a lot of uh, offense conversation. And, and maybe that's partly my fault, too. Uh, for not pointing that out, but uh, I made sure that you know if the bullpen had another nice game tonight, that I was going to make sure I, I spotlighted them in in some way. 
and certainly I'm doing that now. These these ERAs are coming down to like, whoa. Look what J.P. Fireisen's doing. 16 appearances, has yet to allow anything. Now let's just, I don't want to jinx him, but let's just, uh, I wish I had that power, by the way. Uh, but let's just say that uh, if the first five weeks are any indication this Brewers team may get the reliever of the year for the fourth consecutive year. I mean, hey, <laughs> you never know. He's been outstanding, but Boxberger has been amazing. Uh, Brent Suter really has been dynamite here as of late. His, his ERA after tonight's uh, appearance is uh, 2-7. And then you look at Devin Williams really starting to, to, to feel the change. Uh, pardon the pun. Uh, and then haters just out, outstanding here. So Drew Rasmussen, pick it up a little bit, and then there's another one. So the bullpen is just dynamite. And, but you got to get to them. And now you're you're almost subjected, guys, to using a, a Williams and a hater just to get them work. You're dangerously close to that. You're probably a couple of games away from that to just get them some work because you, you didn't get the right situation. So – Bullpen's taking shape a little bit. Offensively, Avi Garcia is starting to pick things up a little bit. Lorenzo Cain is getting on base. There are some good things going on here. It's not all doom and gloom. With this offense, you got to help them out with good decision-making, in my opinion, in given situations. Before we hear from Craig Council, let's get in Brian here. Brian, you're on the fan. What's up? Hey, Tim. Uh, talking a little bit about the bunting here, and I – I think it's it's always it's been a lost start in the last number few years here, and then I think the Brewers aren't any different than any other team, really. I think look around the league. I mean, there's a runner in second base, nobody else. I don't think most teams are not are not bunting because I think it's it's hard to bunt and it's hard to get a guy in from third base with less than two outs, you know. And I think do I agree with you? Maybe we should have bunted with McKinney, and McKinney's been struggling. I probably would have done that. I probably would have bunted tonight, but. Um, that's just not that's not the way it's been going in NLB right now. It just isn't, you know. You know, and and we say that, and and it's supposed to we're supposed to process that line there. And I'm not I'm not picking on you, Brian, for sure. But when when we hear that, I, I hear it from a lot of analysts. Uh, you read about it, and you watch MLB Network, and they always say, "Well, that's just not the game today." And then they move on. This is not the game today. So the, the art is lost. So we just move on. Why, though? I want to know why, especially now in given situations. Forget about tonight's game. Just look at the offensive right. situation all around baseball. Baseball offense right now sucks. It does around the league collectively. I don't know if the pandemic derailed this thing. I don't know if doctoring up balls are derailing the offenses these days deadening of the balls these days the pitchers maybe that has something to do with it too these pitchers are gassing 95 to 100 and everybody has a stable full of those guys maybe that's part of it too brian yeah and i think i think tim i think one of the things i think if you remember back obviously i think you're probably the same age as i am and i think back in the back of the day you know a fastball you know heater from goose gossip was about 91 92 and we thought that was that was a fastball he was blowing it past guys right but now you see guys at 97, 98, and then they're throwing these sliders, you know, and I think it's a lot harder to hit nowadays. I really do, and I think, I think it's, it's, it's gotten to the point where 
teams that just realized you know we're going to play for the hits and we're going to we're going to try to score them because how many times do we get frustrated when there's a fly ball and there's or we have a runner on third base less than two us we can't score them heck we, we get base loaded nobody we can't score them sometimes so I think it's it's just one of those things I I, I agree I wish we'd buy more but I think it's just it's the pitching is just is just really really good right now and and. We just got to get past this 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 little roller coaster we're on right now and get some guys healthy and and figure what's up with Yelly. Come on, and let, I agree with you. Send him away and get it figured out. Really, he's you know? Brian. He's still in Philadelphia, so I, I, I you mean you guys tell me what's going on. I agree. All right, nice take take it easy, Brian. Yeah, and. I, cu- I couldn't imagine on the back on the bunny thing and, and the pitching thing. I, I couldn't imagine pipe bomb. Could you imagine you, you know standing in the box, you're squaring the bunt, and this dude, let's say you're a righty and he's a lefty, and he's coming hard and in ninety nine to you. <laughs> you're supposed to lay down a bunt like it's down at uh, Warner Park, and then you're trying to lay down a bunt. Okay. Yeah, no, the average speed of the pitches nowadays is a lot higher. However, the art of hitting is lost because if everybody's throwing 93 to 98, 99, you got to get used to it after a while. And, you know, it's not like it's not like he said with Gossage, you know, or you would have, you know, Clemens or Randy Johnson or somebody who could really heave it up there quickly, Nolan Ryan. You know, it wasn't like a uh, a one in a handful. This is almost everybody now. So you should be seeing the same speeds every almost every pitcher that comes out there. You sure. got to you got to make the adjustment and, and get some wood on the ball. And the former GM of this organization, Doug Melvin, had always said that, you know, I, I want guys that can hit heaters. I want – and Jonathan Lucroy was good at it. You know, there there came a time, you know, within the last decade here that, yeah, the, the velocities were going up, but guys were turning those things right back around. They were squaring up 98, 99. Um, in fact, Lucroy, didn't he hit a home run off Chapman to win a game? Yep. That thing was like 99. Yes, he did. Uh, so, but but now it seems for, for probably many reasons, pitching just has an edge right now. And that seems to be league-wide. Just well, seems to be. And, and will the offense catch up? But everything normally runs in cycles and it should adjust. Man, it's frustrating now. And that that's all I'm saying is this given situation with your offense as a whole, given situation where you were in the lineup, where you were in the game, um, in terms of the innings, where you were on the scoreboard down one, where you were with your fresh bullpen on the back end, all of those things led me to believe that I thought it was a no-brainer. McKinney should have put one down, moved Avi over to third. You pinch hit Luis Urias for Pablo Reyes, and you should have had this game tied. In theory, that's that's the way it should have played out. But, you know. It did. But, yeah, I agree with you. You know, uh, my thing with the hitting, uh, the, one of the reasons why it's tougher now is because, in my opinion, of course, uh, you know, we and we've seen it the last 10 games where a pitcher's down 3-0 in the count and they throw a curve, like a wicked curve or a changeup. I feel you know, bad for Shaw these days. There was always a heater. You know, so I think it was easier to sit on pitches and you could predict them better, you know, uh, 10 years ago than you can now because now truly you can see anything in any count. Yeah, uh, I felt bad for Shaw yesterday. You saw it in the same at-bat, same sequence. 2-0 change, 
Yep. And a three-one curve. <laughs> I mean, I, I I feel for you, Travis. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I think there was another um, a head in the count at AB uh, tonight for Travis Shaw that he saw uh, an off-speed pitch. It's just <laughs> they'll throw it any. You're right. They'll throw it anytime, anywhere, and that certainly gives a little bit of an edge. But I can get you in trouble too. So I, I guess it's it's all a mix. You got to be patient as well. Five four final. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin post game show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway. We'll get to our play of the game. We'll get to uh, Avi Garcia, a four hit game tonight, knocked in three. It is awesome to see him getting back on track. But first, let's hear from the manager Craig Council after this game. Craig, um, what, what did you make of Freddie in the first inning? That was the weirdest thing ever you know first five guys score and then he just starts striking everybody out and really their offense does nothing the whole rest of the night yeah i mean yeah i mean the first five hitters counted you know and so they they got us um you know i mean i i don't gregorius's ball you know i'm not sure it was a home the wind though at that point the wind was blowing really hard out to right field i I think the wind helped that ball, but look, they, they, you know, did a nice job. I mean, um, you know, he made an old two mistake to McCutcheon and just kind of left the slider in the middle of the plate and Hoskins, you know, hit a great pitch. Um, There's nothing wrong with that pitch that Hoskins hit. Uh, So that was, that one was a little confusing. Um, There's a walk in there and, and, you know, he just probably didn't have a slider quite going as, as the game started. And then, you know, they put a ball in play and put it in the right spot and they got five runs. Um, uh, he was really good afterwards. After that, uh, our bullpen was really good, but, you know, that was that was enough. Greg, that replay obviously turns out to be huge. Um, after watching it, what, what it, what's what are your thoughts on that call? I mean, I, you know, what are we supposed to say to replay calls? I mean, I, they they see it, they look at it. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say. You, you, you've talked in the past, Craig, though, about you know the guy's foot being over the plate. Sometimes just the way a, a body slides, your foot comes up instead of touching the plate. I mean, is that could that have possibly happened again? We've seen. Yeah, that. that's what happened. There's no, there's no question. That's what happened. But he's. So his bogey sides, his foot comes up. It's not on the plate, and then the tag happens. So I guess that's that's what they call. So are there nothing you can do about it? It's it's, it's out of our hands at that point. Were you were you surprised to throw like that, kind of a rainbow? You know, a lot of times an outfielder won't try a throw like that because it lets the other runners in. Were you surprised that got Danny? I know he's not fast, but still, were you surprised the throw like that got him? Well, you know, the throw was, it was, you know, he obviously doesn't throw well, but the throw was on target enough that it was on the plate. Um, that, you know, they thought they'd make a try, and you know, there was, it was a smart play on the guy's part. It wasn't a great throw by any means, but it was, but it was good enough. Craig, we keep asking about these comebacks, and I think you've told us the first two nights you keep doing it, and one of these nights it 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 happens, and it keeps not happening. Does it? Uh, you think your guys are sort of pretty frustrated right now? Well, I mean, they're doing a little bit more than we are in the end, uh, so you know we got to do a little bit more. Um, 
you know, I think the last two nights kind of got us, you know, some innings with the, the kind of the back of their bullpen that, that we just weren't able to capitalize on. I mean, we got the leadoff hitter on in the, I think the sixth, seventh and eighth, um, you know, Tyrone's ball in the seventh was probably the one that was frustrating. It, it's a rocket and Kinsler made a nice play. I don't want to take anything away from him, but, uh, that, that was probably the one that kind of hurt, hurt a little bit. Um, you know, and then we then just having the leadoff hitters on and not being able to, to, to capitalize on that for, for the three innings after we made it close was, you know, we got to capitalize on one of those. Craig, was that as like sharp as you've seen Drew Rasmussen, especially with the slider? Yeah, he had two nice innings for us. Um, pitched really well. He's been in a little bit of a groove, I think, and, and throwing the ball really well. Um, so happy for Drew. He's, he's making progress, I think, and gaining some confidence and it's kind of some regular usage here. That's the kind of stuff that could bode well over time, right? Right, Craig, he got off to a shaky start, but you guys stuck with him and now he's throwing the ball like you know he can. Yeah, I, I mean, any time we can just add more arms to the to the big innings, I think it, it's going to be bode well for everybody's performance. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been strange. We've had, we've had Devin up three straight nights kind of at that, on that down one kind of thing. It's, and then not in the game, uh, which, which isn't ideal, but, um, but Drew did a nice job tonight kind of saving some other guys. So it's, it's, it worked out well actually with his uh, efficient performance. This is, I'm asking for an obvious answer, but it's sort of neat one. Um, you know, with, you're missing some guys. So th th that's part of this too, right? I mean, you don't have, you know, you keep falling just a little short on these comebacks, but I mean, you, you're asking a lot you, from a banged up team. Is it, you just got to hang in there best you can, I guess, right? When, I mean, this is what you got right now. Yeah, there's no, you know, that, I don't think, um, you know, I think our guys are doing a good job. We're, we're just, we're falling, we've fallen a little short, unfortunately. And it just, when, you know, you, you're not at full strength, I think everybody else has to just pick it, pick it up a little bit, pick it up. And these, these are not, um, bad games. We're just not quite doing enough. And, 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 and so you end up a little bit short, um, and that's where we're at. Um, you know, the guy, guys are doing good jobs. We're just, we're just falling a little short, unfortunately. And, you know, we, we, we've missed all, we, you miss the guys that you're missing, no matter what's going on, win or lose, you're missing them. Um, so these guys are doing a good job and, and we're, we're playing well. We're, you know, we're just a little short of hit. We're basically been a hit short or a defensive play short the last, last two nights, three nights. Great game by Avi, though. I mean, he's really swinging the bat well right now. Yeah, he had, he had a really nice game. Um, had had the big hit, obviously, in the uh, in, the, in the fifth to, to get us closer, and, and a really nice at bat. So um, nice to see him get going a little bit. A one-two, back up the middle and through a base hit. Kane is in, Vogelback's coming home, and a two-run single for Avi Garcia, and it's a one-run game. Boy, how about the two-strike hitting by the Brewers tonight? Boy, a beautiful piece of hitting by Garcia. His 
second and third RBIs of the night. And this time, Vogelback able to score easily. Well, there it is on Valley Sports Wisconsin. You just heard Craig Council talking about that hit right there in the fifth inning to pull the Brewers within a run. Matt LaPay on the call, Bill Schroeder as well, and that uh, that's where it's at. It was 5-4, fifth inning, and the Brewers just could not come up with another run. And, uh, you know, Craig Council, I, I, I have to commend him on the firing line there <laughs> after every, all of these games. It's just it's something that uh, I don't think a lot, of, a lot of people think about when you compare it to the other sports. And this guy's in front of the media a minimum of twice a day. Uh, and he's he's got to answer all those questions. He does a good job at it, uh, that's for sure. That was the play of the game brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and smart home technology. Simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. Uh, speaking of Avi Garcia, we will hear from the Brewers outfielder and uh, well, to answer a question I asked a little while ago, Taylor Kane Garcia is your outfield. Let those boys start for about five straight games. Lefty, righty, it doesn't matter. Just let them go to town. Kane in center, Taylor and Garcia on the corners, and just leave it be. You've got a couple of left-handers off the bench, and McKinney and Bradley and you can go from there. So that, that would be my starting outfield uh, for about the next five or six games. All right, we'll take a break and hear from Avi Garcia up next. Bella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, here after a Brewers 5-4 loss. Happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse, presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at Hey, uh, hey, Avi, uh, have these three games been frustrating for the team? Each one you thought the team has fallen behind and then made it a close game, but not quite enough. Um, yeah, you know, um, it's part of the game. Um, we continue to play hard, you know, um, trying to do our best every inning, fight every pitch. So, you know, the things going other way right now that we don't want that, but you know, it's baseball. So we just got to continue to fight and, and, and do our best every single day. Avi, what did you see from Freddie tonight? It started off so tough in the first five batters. And then for him and all the other pitchers, it was it totally changed. I mean, it's like I said, man, it's baseball. You know, sometimes, sometimes you're good, sometimes you're not. It's part of the game and he just got a, a rough, um, rough uh, inning, but you know 
he make adjustment and, and, and get better. So it's part of the game. I think he, he, we got to continue as a, as a group, as a team, continue to fight, continue to grind it, and, 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 and do, do our best every single day. Avi, for you to deliver four hits today and, and this hitting streak that you're putting together, what's been the difference for you and your at-bats? I mean, I know you put in a lot of work with Jacob and with Andy. I mean, um, right now I'm, um, I'm, I'm trying to stay tall, you know. I was like bended. I was getting too close to the home play. Right now I'm trying to to focus on stay tall and, and because I know I can hit. So I just, I just try to stay tall and, 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 and when I stay tall, I see, I see, I see better pitches. I see, I see the ball better and my, my swing go through better. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a easy swing. It's not, it's not rush. So that's, that's my focus right now. And, and trying to, to help my team win. That's, that's, that's what matters. Avi, on that base hit you had in the third inning, did you figure two runs would score for sure? That you know, they first they called Vogelbach safe and then out. What was your view of that? Uh, I mean, uh, the replay, replay says out, so it's out. So nothing we can do about it. So you know, we, we keep battling. The next inning we can battling with the next inning we can battling. So that's that's what we can do. So you know, as a team, as a group. So it's that's like I said, we got we got a, we we're gonna go through this and 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 tomorrow we have another day. Abby, you guys have been able to you know make comebacks here in the last couple of games and and have a chance to tie it or win it, you know, in the eighth and the ninth inning. Do those pressure innings? Do you think that helps? And then at some point you'll break through, like it'll carry over. I mean, yeah. Um, so they score five runs. So we know we know we never give up. So we just continue to to like a zero, uh, zero zero. So we just continue to grind and and and, and battling. So um, it's a hard game, you know. It's a hard game. So you just gotta, like I said, be positive and 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 keep working. So 